Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula, and we have another great episode of Coffee Chip Chat. We have a very special guest, but before I introduce her, I'm going to shout out, I know it's usually the coffee of the week, but we're going to shout out the creamer of the week from one of our Facebook chit chatters, Miss April Foster. She tried a uh, cafe vanilla bean and she thought it was excellent and would love for all our chit chatters to try that creamer so thank you april for the suggestion today i have miss taylor kind of funny y'all she wears many hats and we're going to name a few and then we're going to talk about a few of them but taylor is from my hometown a little small town called Cachetta, louisiana <laughs> all right Cachetta. um she attended louisiana tech and she majored in business management entrepreneurship she has resided in three middle eastern countries Dubai, Saudi Arabia, and Lebanon. So we really want to hear about that. And she did this for 15 years. She is also a mother of three sons, and she has five grandchildren. I know she loves that hat. So welcome to Coffee Chit Chat, Taylor. How are you? Fine. Thank you, Paula. This is fantastic. Thank you. I love your name. I love the name of the podcast and everything. It's fantastic. Thank you. Well, thank you. I am so happy to have you on. And I just want to talk about all these different hats that you wear. You know, how do we juggle them? <laughs> I see um, the Pink uh, Beignet podcast. What was the inspiration for the name? And uh, what prompted you to do this show? Well, um, Pink beignet. Um, well, I love New Orleans. And um, since my kids were small, we would always take them when we did live here in the States, we would always take them to New Orleans and uh, we would go to Cafe de Mont and they had the beignets. And we uh, it's, it's just a favorite treat for all tourists that go to New Orleans. And uh, with that, uh, just years, years in the making, I've always wanted to have my own cafe. So this actually name of the podcast will segue into a cafe that I will be owning one day. And so that's why uh, I'm branching out right now with the podcast, just to get the word out. And the basis of the podcast, Paula, is is for voice, is to give voice to everyone. Uh, For years, (laughs) growing up in a small town and then even in uh, the South, um, what was the phrase they told kids? They said, Kids should be what? Heard, or should heard be, and not seen, right? Uh, no, right, seen, right. seen and not heard. Not heard. <laughs> seen and not heard, yes, yes. Yes. So with that, when when kids are told they should be seen and not heard, it, it has caused a situation where um, they lose their voice and uh, they become even more shy than what they were. And so in that shyness, they become almost susceptible to uh, victimhood, to things that may happen to them because they don't have a voice anymore. So now that I have the Pink Beignet, it's a platform for everyone to have a voice. Uh, we we not only talk about uh, God um, topics and Holy Spirit, but we go all the way into the basics of uh, 2020, you know, the pandemic. We talk about every subject uh, that's pertinent to what's happening and that's trending today. So that that's the essence of Pink Beignet, the podcast. I love it. I love it because <laughs> um, I've always said that as well, that children should 
be able to ask questions because they want to know why. And I know growing up in a small town and, you know, back in the day, it was always, don't ask me why, it's because I said so. But I always allowed my children to ask why so I could explain to them why I said no or why I said yes. So I just love that. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, Paula, the industry, the um, the uh, industry of business and even healthcare. if you go into some of the boardrooms and they're asking the staff to ask the questions why. So it's ironic that now everyone wants to know why. Mm-hmm. What's your why? <laughs> what is your, your why? Right? What is your why? Oh, okay. You got it. What is oh, your why? Oh, yes. Um, serving and, you know, of course, in the military for over 28 years. Okay. Some questions that were always asked, always. And we let's talk about your time in the military. And by the way, thanks for your service, another sister service member. So um, I did uh, preference that I was actually a civilian hire in the military. I actually worked for the military uh, in Saudi Arabia. Um, I started off at the U.S. Embassy, uh, at the American Embassy right there in Riyadh, the capital. And uh, that was way back when. And uh, it was just a fantastic opportunity for me. I got to work with diplomats. I got to work with the Marines. The Marines, of course, they took care of the uh, embassies around the world. And uh, from there, I got promoted and we had a military base uh, that's out of Fort Huachuca. I hope I'm saying it right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So um, I was the um, brigadier uh, commander's uh, secretary. And so that's how I got my career working with the military. And from there, I have, you know, come all the way to where I have a 20 year plus career with the VA hospital here in Houston. Okay, that's awesome. But we love our civilians as well. So, you know, we always one family, the military and our civilians. We work together. Yes, we love our DOD. That's yes, the DOD. We love our DOD civilians. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is so awesome. And what about Tuesday Talks? Oh, I can't wow. Do it in a while, but you know, yes. I'm here, there, everywhere. But I was like, what is all this about? So, <laughs> Okay, so um, to be honest, um, I started years ago uh, just in social media when it wasn't even popular. Uh, And so to get all the way to um, Taylor Tuesday is what you're referring to today on TikTok. Uh, It actually started way back in Facebook uh, back in 2009. I started Mm -hmm. doing small Bible classes and they actually weren't even classes. They were just little lessons I would pop on the Facebook Internet. And so um, from there, I have uh, it just every season, whatever uh, the Holy Spirit blessed me to have a new season in my life or a new season that he imparted upon me. I would share it with Facebook. And so I'm in this season now of Taylor Tuesday. And it's just it's just broaden it out uh, regarding how I get the message out of number one, love, number two, having a voice and giving a voice to others. Uh, when, of course, as I said before, you know, we a lot, even women and children and uh, even men sometimes have not been able to speak and have a voice or just hear their side or their point of view. And so that's where Taylor, that's where um, Taylor Tuesday comes in. And um, it's TikTok, it's fun. Uh, I, I'm a very energetic person, uh, and I love fun. I've always always have been an adventurous person, I guess, and always thought outside of the box. And so 
Taylor Tuesday with TikTok was just perfect for me because I get to make videos and then I get to talk about the Holy Spirit at the same time and then turn around mm-hmm. and do another video and then do something different. And, and I want it to be appealing to every demographic, Paula. Awesome. So that's why I have Taylor Tuesday. I love that because I always tell people from all the travels we did with the military from state to state to state, you know, you always have to find that church home and whenever uh-huh. we do the um the ministries, like what is your uh, gift? And I said, like, I already know it's exhortation. So I love that. I love to make sure that everybody is heard, that everybody feels loved. Everybody. So with you doing the Taylor uh, Tuesdays, I love that. I didn't realize that birth from that. So yes, I'm excited. Because I love exhortation. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> that is so, so awesome. And I see that you are a published author. I am. I am. Yes. I have a book in the Library of Congress. <laughs> awesome. Let's talk about that yes. book. Yes. Yeah, so that is uh, Tulips uh, at Canaan. And that is, uh, I wrote that book uh, in 2009. And um, it was published in 2010, 2010. And I had ju- I got back from living overseas for all those years and went through. Um, a very hard hardship of a divorce mm-hmm. and a transition in my life. And uh, it was very cathartic for me to write the book. I I wrote about coming from Cachetta and going uh, to Louisiana Tech and then going all the way over overseas, but also mentioning how that even as a little girl walking the railroad tracks in Cachetta, mm-hmm. how I always dreamt of traveling the world. Uh, Cameo Sibley and I, we would sit on the tracks and we would decide, hey, we're going to go here. We got to go there, you know, mm-hmm. or, or Doris, my friend Doris or Vanessa. We always plan to do things. And so we always dream big. And uh, Tulips at Canaan came about just as a, um, a collaborative of my life in Cachetta, my life at Louisiana Tech and then overseas and then back again. And just uh, Paula. All my years of living and and, and going to church, Mm. I got to walk and experience a lot of those places that we read about in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, most of the places where Apostle Paul got to actually walk, I actually got to visit. And that that was just phenomenal for me to to actually experience it in a different way versus just reading it and, and understanding and going, you know, and constantly hearing it from church, but to actually experience these places and walk on the grounds, it's a totally different experience. And so I put all of that in the book and uh, it came out to be basically a biography. I I don't think I would have written it. uh, It has many pages. It has like 300 pages. I was like, what was I thinking? But it was so many. But again, uh, I have no regrets about anything in life. Uh, Paula, everything is a lesson to me, Mm -hmm. Um, good or bad. I, I see it as a lesson. And so now the next two books, I'm doing a sci-fi as uh, and then also a mystery novel. So I'm branching out. I, I'm stretching myself and I'm branching out further. I think we grow. I think we expand in life. And so that's that's how I became an author. That is excellent. My daughter just did a mystery and it's based on HBCU, oh. HBCU uh, University oh. with this secret society. So, yeah, you guys may need to hook up. <laughs> Thank you. Well, good for her. Yes. Um. So, like living in um Saudi Arabia and coming from a little small town like Kashel, uh-huh. what was that uh 
the, you know, was it a culture shock for you? Or how did you feel when you first, you know, just stepped off the plane and you're in this foreign land? How did that make you feel? Well, thank you. Thank you for the question. So, um, and, and the way you said stepped off the plane, I actually stepped off the plane in the wrong city. Oh. Uh, so the, I kind of started off on, on, on the left foot going into uh, the Middle East. Uh, and so I was supposed to land in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, which is the capital. I landed in Jeddah, uh, which is near near uh, Mecca. And I think everyone knows what where Mecca is, mm-hmm. you know, for the Islamic religion. And so I landed and it was happened to be during their religious holiday mm-hmm. uh, where they fast and then they go and pray. So I got off the plane in a jogging suit from Shreveport. (laughs) So trust me, it was a culture shock. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was young and my husband at the time, he did not inform me of what I should wear. Although I was very, I was modern. I was modest in my attire, but it was still a jogging suit, you know? And so all these pilgrims, they were like looking and it was, it was, it was a culture shock. But Mm -hmm. uh, once I landed and in Riyadh, uh, it basically, it seems like I stepped back in time. Although they had everything modern, they had all everything modern that we could imagine here. However, um, it still felt like you were st- stepping back in time. Mm. Uh, I would say maybe uh, right at maybe 100 years back in time. That's how. Uh, and so your mind, if your mind, you got to think back in the 90s. So your mind is already in the, in the 1990s. And then you go back into the Middle East and their mindset. Now, the, the, the landscape was buildings and it's very posh. It was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the mindset was still back a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And so you had to adjust and you had to make those necessary adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know? I want you to say that. I know that shopping. most countries are like that. Okay. Yes. And so uh, obviously you've traveled being in the military. So, you yeah. know, some mm-hmm. of those countries. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I just I, I I wanted you to answer that for a lot of our small town folks who may decide, well, I don't know if I want to do that because I don't know how to uh, navigate all of that. Uh-huh. It doesn't uh-huh. matter where you come from. You can always go travel the world and see. see absolutely. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and, you know, to navigate through things like that, especially today, we're in 2022. So it's quite mm-hmm. different from 1994 mm-hmm. when I actually first went. Um there's so much with technology now and there is uh, advancement. So when you travel to places like Saudi Arabia, which is still a closed country compared to Dubai mm-hmm. and Lebanon, these are open countries. What I mean by open, you can go there and visit. You can go for mm-hmm. tourism, obviously, and uh, you can navigate. They're English speaking. Uh, you know, English is like their third language. You know, some of them speak four languages. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was the benefit of my kids being raised over there. Uh, the older two, actually, uh, my oldest son got to learn Arabic, you know, very well. And then my middle son, he's there now. So obviously he's picked it up even more so. So and then and then the oldest son got to learn French as well. So Again, you get a more you get a cultural involvement when you do travel mm-hmm. to different mm-hmm. places, mm-hmm. including the Middle East. There are benefits to traveling um, and getting out of that box of, uh, you know, and but again, you have to adjust your mindset. And here's the key. You also want to be respectful of the mm-hmm. culture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you said that I teach diversity in the workplace. And that's what I um 
I always emphasize in the class, make sure you do your homework before you go to another country, because what may be okay here, it may offend in another country. So, yes. Awesome. Absolutely. Taylor, let's tell everyone how they can follow you. Um, Your Taylor Tuesdays, your podcast. Let our audience know. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Paula. And I want to really appreciate this. So I'm on your, you know, major social media outlets, uh, TikTok. I'm Taylor Tuesday. Uh, that's my fun, fun time. I enjoy, uh, you know, I, I think people we we get in, we think tend to think we have to be a certain way, but we can have multifacets of our mm-hmm. lives. Yes. So I'm, I'm uh, very much uh, extrovert on TikTok, and then uh, that's Taylor Tuesday. And then you can also find my podcast on apple pod it's on um google it's it's all the major uh spotify all -hmm. the major uh podcasts that broadcast you know you 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 know you i'm there i heart i heart uh podcast as well and then um my little baby i call my baby is on facebook and that's the pink beignet uh facebook page the pink beignet facebook page okay that, that's that's where i every tuesday night 8 p.m. uh if nothing major is happening uh we'll do a live and just take questions and sometimes we'll just have people pop in and uh to the live and um have a great conversation very robust conversation uh, on several topics, it could be something that's happening in our culture, in the news, uh, or even you know um, church. Or it could be church related, or even you know God related. So uh, that's that. And then of course um, uh, the books that I'm writing, they should be coming out next year. God uh, blessing that, and um, I'm looking forward to that. I want to actually have them on Audible and. Um, Amazon, I want them to be actual um, audible first and um, just sort of get them out there and then go from there before I have them in print. So I'm doing it a little different this time. Okay. So that, that's pretty much how um, I can be contacted. Okay. And we'll, I, we'll make sure we put that in our Coffee Chit Chat Facebook group as well. Yeah. I sure appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule <laughs> to chat with us. And it's so good catching up with you. <laughs> so our quote for the week, guys, is by Muhammad Ali. Service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. So be sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat.